Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello Mark, how are you doing? Good, happy Easter. Oh, and to you as well. Did you say that? I didn't uh, say that. I think you can. Good Easter. Yeah. Uh, Been yes. doing anything special today? Uh, carpet shopping. Ooh, the excitement. The excitement and looking for door handles. Wow. I mean, when you get to our age, you, uh, you really know how to live, don't you? Yes. Yes, indeed. How about yourself? What, what exciting thing have you been doing this Easter? I have been uh, lifting up cuddle, uh, cobblestones in my back garden. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got about, um, we did the maths, over 300 of them. And what are you going to do with them? Sell them on Trade Me. Or, if you know of somebody out there who needs some cobblestones, um, yeah, contact me <laughs> at geodorable at gmail.com. What, what colour are they? What shape are they? They're kind of, uh, they're quite small, kind of... Uh, like are they square or are they hexagon or... They are uh, oblong. Oblong? Mm. Yeah, mm, kind like of. Like a rectangle? A rectangle, yeah. Okay, it's, yeah, oblong. Mm. Okay, yeah. what colour? Uh, they have a, a kind of slightly red hue, a kind of a, you know, right. dark pink. They're not pink okay. pink, that sounds terrible. But they've just got this kind of... I've seen your house, it would suit. <laughs> yeah, just a slight red tinge to it. Red tinge, and would they be suitable for driving ever? Oh, definitely, yeah. If you lay them right. If you lay them right. Yes, don't forget. Mm. Compress the sand and then put sweep sand over top of them. Um, but anyway, this isn't a podcast about paving stones. Thank goodness, because it would be a very short podcast. Well, do you not know much about paving stones? Um... I know bits and pieces. I've laid my own patio in my time. Same. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> this isn't a podcast about cobblestone. No, should we talk about interesting things? GIS maybe? Spatial yeah. stuff? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so speaking of interesting, Chris, um, oh, yeah? did you know no? that I once got a submission to the uh, user conference rejected for plagiarism? <gasps> that does not sound like you, Mr. Thompson. Well, it, it wasn't actually. It was just two of us had worked on the same project and hadn't told each other. What, working in the same company? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it happens, to be honest. <laughs> Terrible, so, really. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite plagiarism. It was just like, hmm, we think this is the same as this one. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, was that it? I mean, did you, you know, you, did either of you get to present? Um, yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, cool. So... You know, he sort of sorted it out. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you made uh, mention of carpets earlier on today. Yes. Or in the podcast, sorry, not today. Uh, and um, you, you know Mapbox? Yes, we love Mapbox. We do love Mapbox. And Mapbox has got a fantastic editor that lets you change the uh, the, the colours and the textures of... Um, That's pretty know. cool. It is. Like, it I, is. I don't know what, quite what the point is, but I suppose it makes it more... Graphical map? What do they call it? Infographic. Well, like it's, you it's, put on uh, a base map that's more emotive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're seeing it with the uh, the Esri vector based maps, which of course are based on the same technology. You know, and you're seeing these like you know biro drawn base maps, and you know all these different types of base maps. So it's actually relatively easy to edit. Anyway, I made one from um, carpet fabrics. So I'd, I'd kind of gone onto something like uh, you know carpet court, and I'd 
um, copied Cat some of the stores are available. Oh, well, of course they are. I like that one with that Rhino. Oh, I don't know which one is. That's Capricorn. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, dear. If Capricorn uh, are listening, feel free to get in touch. I'd love a discount. I'm sure they are listening. Um, or the carpet warehouse, carpet mill, carpet mill. That's the other carpet. This is such a good podcast. Carpets. Anyway, I made. No, it was really cool. I made a, a map box vector-based map using carpet textures. So, you know, the land was kind of a brown color. The sea was a nice blue. It was okay. China blue. It was really quite cool, actually. I thought you'd... Because each... Um, as I found out today, they name their carpets after places around New Zealand. Oh, it's a bit like uh, Dulux paint. They do the same, don't they? Yeah. Um, Dulux do as well. So, yeah, I thought you'd do that. But here you go. You could do that for Dulux. You could break their, um, their colors into the New Zealand. Yeah, could do. Mm. Anyway, it worked really well if you did the um, Pentone um, shadings of their colours. Yeah, could do. Um, that would be quite an impressive map. You could explore New Zealand based on. Shading. Well, I actually I made this map uh, of New yes, Zealand with the carpets. Uh, emailed it to Carpet Court and said, "Hey, this would look really good on your website." And they came back and went, "Yeah, no." <laughs> were they polite? Yeah, no, they were. They were, but just you know. They missed the opportunity. They missed the opportunity. <laughs> mm. Reminds me of the time I was re- rejected from Toyota Team Europe. You were what? <laughs> Toyota Team Europe, they're a rally team. Yeah, yeah. yeah they run all the, like, they used to run the rally cars and what have you. Yep. And they had jobs going on the website, so when I was younger, I applied for one as an IT help desk thingy. Ah. Uh, sent me a really nice rejection letter. Oh, cool. I framed it, because it was all on letterhead, and it's quite cool. Excellent. Frame it, but. Yeah, no, you probably did. You, you <laughs> like it running. What's happened to Hayden Patton? He's doing okay, and he should have done better in Sweden um, and Mexico. Monte Carlo is not really his thing, and nor was um, Corsica. Corsica. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he's he'll, but apart he'll from that. Back. I mean, last year he, he caught up. Most of his most of his um, good events are coming up. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, again, off topic. But you know, but good of you to be interested in uh, an international motor motor sport. There. Hey, I enjoyed watching it. Uh, I think uh, a couple of days ago on TV. Yeah, some mm. um, amazing corners. Anyway, should we get on with things? Yes. Well, what's happening this week? Uh, what in the news? Well, you're yeah, just in this podcast. Oh, well, we're talking a whole range of stuff, really. We've got um, topic of the week, which. Uh, Topic should be topical. topical. Well, we're going with topical. And tropical. Boom. Oh my God, you're on fire. Um, so, as as most people in New Zealand will be aware, uh, and even if you weren't in New Zealand, it, it kind of made the international press. Um, a big storm, um, cyclone, cyclone. Cook. Ex cyclone. Yes, ex cyclone Cook was bearing down on New Zealand, and um, it was going to be the scariest, worst storm since the nineteen sixty five. Yeah, fifty fifty years. Yeah. Um, anyway, it it wasn't quite, but we'll talk about that. Um, so lots of maps about that. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting. Terrorist attacks. Um, well, story maps about terrorist attacks. Let's not, you know, scare anybody. Yeah. New Google Earthing, um, and some correspondence because you can get hold of us, Chris. Can you? How how on earth would you do that, Mark? Well, if you're socially aware, which so we are, social media aware, you would have noticed that we're tweeting up a storm. 
doing our best anyway. Some of us, some people have referred to us as the, uh, as as popular as Donald Trump on Twitter. No. Is that something we want to be? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, some people have compared us to Beyonce, whose uh, each tweet is worth one million dollars. Pretty sure that's um, that's not us yet. All right. Um. Anyway, we're on Twitter. My dear adorable. Uh, we're on Gmail. At uh, gmail.com and on Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com slash geodorable. Yes, I We're remember not Instagram it. yet. What would, what would we Instagram? Photos of ourselves, ourselves talking. I don't think the world is ready uh, for that. <laughs> ready to appreciate the uh, geo awesomeness of that. I, I don't mean to be perfectly honest, I don't really prepare my looks for the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm more used to this information. I had a haircut today, but uh, uh, yeah, I still don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shall we get on with some news? Yeah, let's do some news. All right. Then. Spatial news. Woohoo! Uh, I do like that music. Yeah, and I don't know if you've uh, intentionally taken off our first news item. Um, well, from our playlist, what happened to news number one? What was that? Tech Week. Okay, it was never there. It's it was good. there. Okay, Tech Week's coming. Tech Week, which is the uh, 6th to the 14th of May, 2017. Yes. Uh, join us for nine days uh, of events amplifying in the inspiring technology, innovation, design, thinking that's thriving across New Zealand. So are you reading that out? Because that's a lot of buzzwords. Yeah, no, I am reading it out. It's got more buzzwords than uh, than a beehive. Ooh. Uh, anyway, Tech Week. Um, I've been to Tech Week, or parts of Tech Week before. There's basically uh, hundreds of events across the country, all kind of tech-focused. Um, it's well worth checking out the uh, the website, which is uh, techweek.co.nz. Um, why are we mentioning it on this podcast? Well... I bet there's something special. There is, of course, something special. What run by our friends uh, um, at Ciber. Um So there are three events called uh, Talk Geospatial, uh, and they are spread across the country in uh, Auckland, Wellington, and uh, Christchurch. Um, so if you're in Auckland, you're going to want to check out um, the event at Grid Auckland, which is on the 8th of May. Uh, if you're in Wellington, then it's the uh, the 10th of May for you at the Biz Dojo, uh, and if you're in Christchurch, then it's the 11th of May at the George. Uh, if you check out TechWeek.co.nz, all the details are there. But I'll be going to the Auckland one. That's for definite. Cool. Um, Spatial news. And that's enough about that. Right. There's a new map out. There is. Um, about Auckland congestion well I know uh, many people out there are um, really interested in hearing about congestion in Auckland yes uh, it's, it's a topic all the time at work it, it doesn't become a tiring subject at all does it no no Auckland is whining about things yeah <laughs> I could mm. just listen to it all day well many many people living in Auckland do listening to news talk Sydney Oh, I've been listening to that. No, I haven't. I have tried. I just can't get into it. Anyway. My father-in-law used to listen to it. Oh. 
My wife actually uh, phoned in once. <laughs> I know. She, I, yeah. Anyway. Go on. You got to see more than that. Oh no! It was when she was a student, and therefore had way more time time on her hands uh, right. than she does now. I think she was complaining about something about students or something. No. Anyway, off topic yet again. So uh, yeah, um, Greater Auckland, which is the uh, the blog for Auckland Transport, have no, it's, uh, not. No, it's not. Sorry, no. it's the. It's it's a um, what would you call them? Interest group. How is it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So they used to be um, called Auckland Transport Blog. Ah, that's why I thought they'd be Auckland Transport. Uh, independent volunteer analysis and advocacy platform. Ah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, not associated with Auckland Transport. Okay, well, what they did do was they introduced their congestion-free Network 2 uh, map. That's because there was Network 1, which uh, well, things were advanced on. I was waiting for the sequel. Well, yeah, many people were. Uh, the City Rail Link uh, is part of the uh, original. Um, but this is a, it's a, I quite like it. I mean, I like anything that looks a little bit like a tube map, and this, of course, does. Um, <laughs> You're so proud to be British, aren't you? Oh, no, it's not. It's not so much the Britishness. It's it's the uh, it's just the awesome design by Harry Beck. I just I think it's amazing. Well, that's British, British though, isn't it? I mean, it is, it well, is it was yes, and yes, it is. And copied yeah. all over the world. Indeed. And anyway, what was it? it, it it's a good map. It's uh, but really, it's about how um, how to reduce congestion in Auckland by introducing light rail, heavy rail, um, priority bus routes, and all that kind of stuff. Or ditching ditching bus routes as well. That was another. Yeah, ditching some bus routes. Yep. Because um, saying the York, uh, the North Hartline, North Shore bus route doesn't work. What a surprise. Um, mm. But anyway, basically, nice map good ideas but involves spending a lot of money that New Zealand can't be bothered spending on Auckland don't you pay for it yourself oh and I have to mention something about the you know how much uh, Auckland contributes to the country's GDP or something like that I think that's the standard argument isn't it ah oh, probably yeah uh, talking of uh, of transport which we are should we move on to the next news item yeah now I'm not going to I'm not going to jingle this bit because it kind of feeds in nicely um this is one of these amazing <laughs> stories where so, so moving on from someone's dream world to someone who's super tripping dream world well i love these they're kind of you know um obvious statement of the week award goes to uh volcanic eruption could cripple auckland's transport network say scientists and you're just gonna go really yeah, um, scientist absolutely every scientist you couldn't not meet a scientist in the street and they would not tell you this yes yeah so if there was a big eruption in Auckland uh, it would tend to screw the road network really <laughs> so so Auckland's quite a compact city and quite a large city right? it's got yep. some massive bottlenecks um, and as as Aucklanders and the rest of the country learn every week some event happens in Auckland like a car stops on the motorway and Auckland comes to a standstill Oh, it does every week. Well, every, every day. Every week. Um, and every other week, you're losing power because of your massive um, bottlenecks and power grids and, and what have you. But it turns out those bottlenecks aren't very good. Um, uh, no, and if there was a volcano, man, we would be in trouble. Yes. Yes. Uh, is there 48 volcanoes in Auckland? No, I think it's more than that. It's 57, maybe. Um, I mean, it is a large amount, and it's quite cool. To go climb volcanoes. The thing I find odd about this, 
grass and well, they are. friendly. Some of them have sheep on them. Um, the, the one that I find kind of, you know, this map, I don't know why they've chosen that particular, particular location for a volcano. They've got enough to choose from. But anyway... Haven't they chosen the water? Yeah, it does look like it. Like, I, you would have chosen Ring of Toto because um, it was the last two around. Yes, or I would Mount have done. Eden because it's the most iconic. Or One Tree Hill because it's also iconic. What I do like about this map, though, uh, is that uh, based on this volcano's relocation, I'd be fine. <laughs> You're such an awkward yeah, and and I can get to the city. It's not disrupting me at all. Well, but the set off the volcano in the city. Well, that'd be more difficult. Yeah. Anyway. But good news, North Shore, you're fine too. Yes, you lucky North Shoreians. Right, moving on. Spatial news. Now, last week we had a bit on drones. We did. We love a good drone. We do. Yep, indeed. Uh, but I was talking to uh, someone in the industry, the drone industry, and um, they were talking about this new field, which is called drone killing. Nice. And um, yes, yeah, so I did a bit of internet research. Um, and yeah, this is quite an industry that's picking up about how to disrupt drones. Yep. Um, and there's many different ways to disrupt drones, but there's this drone shotgun. Nice, yeah. It's been invented. Um, and basically, it has two triggers, and you can either one trigger um, disrupts the command control signal sent out by the drone, and yep. the other one disrupts the um, GPS uh, tracking of the drone, so it doesn't know where it's going. Well, do you know what's so interesting about this particular story that you've picked out? What's that? Is that uh, the Herald um, just, what day is today? Friday, or Saturday. Saturday. Uh, this morning uh, had a story about a visitor to New Zealand has been fined $500 after his drone landed uh, on a lane of the Auckland Harbour Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened this morning. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have seen it because, it, hey, who reads the Herald? But... Um, and I quote, the pilot flew over the Harbour Bridge to film when the GPS restricted area protected uh, area protection engaged and the RPA commenced autoland, a CAA, a CAA spokesman said by email. So they have this system on the, uh, on the Harbour Bridge that prevent um, uh, drones you know, flying into it or whatever else. Yeah, it's, I mean, that sounds perfectly safe, making it land on the Harbour Bridge and yeah. flying over the Harbour Bridge. But That'd anyway, be weird. I mean, this is a problem for airports and other areas. It is indeed, yeah. There's another great article about mutant ninja killer raptors, which are just um, eagles or harriers or hawks, um, being trained to attract drone, attack drones. I love that. I love that already. Um, and yeah, because they put little leather things on their legs and they've got scales on their legs anyway, so they don't actually harm the, harm the um, birds. But man, those birds take out drones good. Man, that is, yeah, you know how they talk about how, um, you know, uh, there are jobs that haven't been invented yet that <laughs> yeah. our kids are going to do? I'm, I'm going to line my kids up for like hawk trainer. My kids would really love that because they love the uh, medieval falconry stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what they call a hot job, isn't it? What's your job? 
I trained raptors to attract drones. Not oh, to attack drones, surely not attract them. Yes, attack drones. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, kind of linked. Spatial news. Terrorist attacks. Don't like those. No, we don't. Um, there have been a few uh, linked drones recently, but um, we love a good story map, right? We do love a good story map. There are some fantastic ways of communicating simply with story maps. Uh, and in this case, we have a, uh, a story map that, that um, communicates the, uh, the 2017 terror attacks. Yeah, not a pretty thing, but interestingly conveyed. Yeah, and, and you say not pretty. Terrorism, not pretty agreed, but actually I quite like the map. Yeah. Um, so it's... it's space map. Yeah, and then split by uh, your particular terrorist group of choice. <laughs> um and it's yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, obviously, there's focus in areas where you'd expect there to be focuses. So you know, a lot around um, Iraq and uh, you know that neck of the woods. Yeah, but also in other places. I mean, you, we all know that the news is, is somewhat filtered. They can't fit all the news in. Um, but quite a lot of attacks in Africa. Yep. Um, but and they've done some nice waiting, as in you can. Um, You can, well, the size of the circles, how, how many people are killed and what have you. So again, Very not, cheery. Not a cheery thing, but, um, yeah, a, a map that conveys a message well. It does indeed. And that's, that's, I guess, what you can, you know, if you think about mapping, if you can convey that message, that's, that's really what you're trying to get to. Yeah. I mean, there's some terrible, just reading one now in Mali, 77 people killed. Yeah. Five um, suicide bombers. Hmm. Not good. Uh, but talking of beautiful maps, which we kind of are. Spatial news. Um, I don't know whether this is a news item as such. It was at the time. Um, but uh, there is this wonderful, uh, I think, what would you call it, website um, that has an amazing way of displaying uh, weather information. Yeah. And when we did have um, Cyclone Cook bearing down on uh, on New Zealand, it was my place. Yeah, it was my place to go to actually kind of you know visualize uh, visualize the storm. Um, so it's a really cool website. Uh, we'll uh, tweet it and post it. Um, but it's uh, earth.nullschool.net. Um, and if you go there, there's a. It, it's it's. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a nice map. It's um, again lots of data. Do we know where, they, where they're getting their data from? Uh, lots of different places, uh, apparently. Um, uh, a visualization of global weather conditions forecasted by supercomputers, updated every three hours. Blah blah blah. I'm trying to look, can't actually find out who's provided. Weather data is from Global Forecast by oh yeah, NOAA amongst others. Um, from all the people you would expect. That's what I'm going to say. So, but it's. Yeah. Next time there's a big event happening sometime in the world, have a look at this website. Weather event, you know. 
It's got the, the kind of the movement. That's what I like. The kind of the way it's visualising. You know, you can actually see where wind's blowing. Um, it's very cool. That's a huge um, low off uh, off the coast, isn't it? Well, if you look, if you tip the world upside down, if it is actually that way up, you can look down all around the um, Antarctica. I suppose in the roaring 40s, so 40 degrees yeah. below. Yeah, below. God, it's really obvious when you look at it like that. Yeah, all the um, tropical cyclones that are rushing around. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Now, talking of uh, globes, which we were... God, we've linked them all together here quite nicely. Um, the news makes sense, Chris, when it's real news. It does. Uh, a new Google Earth is going to be released next week. A Google Earth, did you say? A Google Earth. Or a Sorry. Google Earth. <laughs> a Google Earth. I'm, I'm trying to go Google that. <laughs> But yeah, a brand new Google Earth is uh, released next week, uh, I believe on the 18th. Um, so this is the mapping tool. I mean, you would have seen Google have just dropped some of the functionality from Google Maps. They have, yep. Um, so we probably should have done that as news, but seeing as we don't have to use Google Maps for a lot of our stuff, wasn't really, but there are some upset people. But then they've done this. Well, it's, it's quite exciting. I mean, you know, it's one of these, uh, there's going to be a new Google Earth. What's it going to look like? They're talking an awful lot about updating the UI, which hasn't been touched in quite a while. Um, yeah. And the thing I found really interesting is somewhere, what did it say? Um, Fast display to browse shape files and KMLs. <laughs> uh, but they are, yeah, going to enable you to uh, access other map services. Yeah. Um, Google with Enterprises open source. And the pro version's free. Yeah, I don't quite... Why would you not have the pro version? I don't, I don't know. Get that. This is free, and then this other one, which is better, is also free. Yep. Um, we expect to see a new user interface, integration with other map services, and support for more VR headsets. Yeah, VR headsets. That's going to be cool. I don't know how useful, but cool. I've got a VR headset. You do. I'll have to give it a go. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, that's where it all started. What? You know, Google Earth came out and then, bam, suddenly we all talked about maps and GIS. Consumer mapping was made much easier. Yeah. Easier. Yeah, so watch for that. We'll, we'll uh, post details of, our, of when it's released. That, I think is uh, this, week, this week's news. It was. Hmm. Quite a lot of uh, good stuff there, actually. A lot going on. There is a lot going on. Not just all um, either Esri has released something or a new drone. No. Shall we move on to topic of the day? It's the topic of the day now. Isn't that what we normally do? Your topic of the week. Week, week. Was it? Yeah. I guess it probably is. But it's today. I'll just I'll just play the bed and we can yeah, okay. skip over things. Well I'll try anyway. Topic of the week. This is topic of the week. Yeah, it's topic of the week. I thought so, because we do this weekly. Yes. <laughs> well if you're following us on Twitter, um, you'll see that we're posting quite a bit up there. News and uh, witticisms about the science of wear and other observations on life people quite like the old uh, 
Werologist and uh, yeah, and a few likes there from Esri actually. Yeah, hello to Esri. So anyway, the topic of the week, I suppose <laughs> the day, the topic of the week this week uh, is the storm. Um, yes. That that kind of was, but not as bad as it was. But not so much the storm itself, but but more about the uh, you know the, the technology surrounding it, in particular the, the mapping technology that's uh, that, that I don't know yeah. has and hasn't been prevalent. Well, they've tried. I mean, it's, it's been better than before. Um, but my well, the last the last storm was like almost fifty years ago. Imagine magic mapping back then was rubbish. <laughs> and we've had storms before. We're not some big water that just now and then has a storm. Um, but anyway, um, with the flow of information, so Twitter, Facebook, people are expecting a faster flow of information. I think so as well. And I, 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 my feeling or my impression from all the websites I was watching during the storm wasn't a fast flow of information. And that just because it could be because of my expectations were too high. I think it's really difficult. I mean, you know, uh, you, you've got the the media um, telling us that this is going to be the worst storm that you know that we've yeah. we've known in in fifty, sixty years. We need to prepare for the worst. Um, it, it's you know, um, I know it's. I was in Auckland, and uh, you know, oh, things that, must have been terrible for you. Well, seriously, you know, it was. Hey, I, I almost had the froth blown off the top of my latte. Thank you very much. <laughs> Apart from you've, I didn't. You've got to start stop cycling in latte. Well, but this is the weird thing, you know. It, it was supposed to be such a bad storm, um, you know. Basically, the city emptied by about three o'clock. You know, yes. you know, my my office, you know, um, lots of guys lived on the North Shore, and I'm kind of well, you know, the Harbour Bridge is going to be shutting. We're, we're going to get out early. You know, you've got the city shutting by three. The amount of money that that must cost business. Just well, because everybody left. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Weather predicting isn't an accurate science. It's not, but you've got to admit that you know it's made much more difficult here by you know the sharing of that information being pretty limited. Well, the lack, lack of sharing, um, which is, I suppose, one of our points in the topic of the week, is that you have to go to multiple websites to get information. So, unlike you, Chris, I still live in a um, area that has under three councils. Has under three councils? Well, it's under three councils. Oh, I see. oh right. yep, sorry. So you live under one council, which yep. does everything. Um, and I live under two, but right next to another one. Because one's a county council and one's a city council. Um, and all three of them were had different websites up of information feeds coming out. Yep. Um, and that was slightly confusing. Uh, did you know which one, you know, which one, to, was it the same information, was it? No, it was different information, but it definitely lacked cohesiveness. What's the word I'm looking for? Joint. Yeah, a single source of, of information. Single source of truth, Mark? No, I wouldn't say that. They're all truthful. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're getting different updates on different different sites. Um, and it also wasn't helped by the newspapers and I could throttle the Herald putting up a different 
um, headline for the same article about 10 times. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed they did that. No, I did. Same video. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just like, go on, guys. This just isn't used. Did um, you see their uh, weather map as well? No. Oh, it was it was the one where you know you, you know somebody there thinks they can make a map. Yeah. And and basically just dropped lots of weather symbols all over. The, oh, oh, we'll have to dig it out. It was terrible. <laughs> it's it's just this classic kind of oh no, mapping's easy. Yeah. The Herald is quite guilty of that. I've got to admit. <laughs> quite guilty of misinformation. Um. So yeah, I mean, but in terms of good maps. Um, Thames Coromandel District Council. Yeah, um, good map. Well, I, I think I think heavily. I think heavily sported by um, by Eagle. So uh, you know, huge credit. I think you should go to Eagle. I I popped into Eagle on um, Thursday uh, afternoon, and um, you know, a lot of their guys were sitting down, you know, down in the basement, and were preparing maps for the councils. Yeah, you know that that you know they they'd really got engaged and they were you know offering this their, their you know support and services you know their mapping, mapping capability. I thought that was awesome, and I think you know this uh, the the Thames Valley um, Thames Valley. Uh, the Thames Valley is part of the Thames Coromandel. Yes, sorry, uh, I was just thinking back in the UK, Thames Valley Police. Anyway, um, you know they have produced a pretty awesome map, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure how. I mean, actually, it is quite current. I was looking at another council's website in the area I live, which shouldn't be named, um, and they're still putting. They've still got quite a few roads closed that are no longer closed. Yep. Like, it's it's like the storm was over, and we're not going to update our information. Well, I think I talked to you. Uh, well, I did talk to you last week. You know, um, you know the flooding in um, in Edgecombe. Yes. You know, where are the flood maps? Where where are the maps that are showing you the uh, you know well, the flood extent? This is oh, it's a bit hard to do the flood extent because it's moving. I think like you're not surveying it all the, all the time. But with what councils do have though is a whole lot of river meters. Yep. Water level meters, right? Um, and they have this information and it's fed to them automatically through systems. Yep. Of information, and we know all councils have this. Um, but only the Manawatu Council is putting this up online for free for people to consume. But it's funny, isn't it? You know, we, we made our predictions in you know, 2017. Predictions. Internet of Things, huge. Yeah. But it's only going to be huge if the information the Internet of Things is capturing and putting out there is actually made available. Yes. You know, Another good one is um, wind speeds around the country. Yep. Not made available. No. It's, I suppose it could be commercial protectionism, like maybe I want you to pay for this information. But as Google has proven and others that putting information out there actually makes you more money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent, um, oh, when was it, uh, Thursday evening trying to make a, a weather map. Yeah, just searching for online feeds and seeing what I could find. <laughs> you really need more of a life, but carry on. Hey, I love what I do. I can't help it. You know, mapping's in the blood. It is. Um, yeah. So I was trying to find what weather information is available. The most useful information I could find was from AccuWeather. Yeah. 
you know, and Thank and you with it. that's the New Zealand side. No, 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 Australian no. side. No, it's international. It's international. It's American, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, there was more information coming from the states than there was from our own, um, you know, yeah. weather agencies. And we've got two massive weather agencies in New Zealand, yep. as well as council data. Yep. Weather and weather monitoring stations. Yep. And it's uh, not available. It's terrible. It re- you know, it, it really is. I think that you know. For a country that talks about its weather, you know, as much as we do, yeah, and it's connected, and is also quite small. Yeah, uh, the fact that you can't get this information, I think, is is pretty depressing. Yeah. Well, they could do better. They could. Um, so yeah, good. Glad everything's okay with the storm, apart from Hawke's Bay got battered quite a lot. But um, yeah, come on, New Zealand, let's make more information available. Well, I think, as you said earlier, you know, the likes of Google and, and others have seen that, you know, making this information available is is it's hugely valuable. Uh, valuable. Um, yeah, one of other people who are using other people's information, make sure you credit it. Yeah, That's true. Cool. Definitely true. Um, yeah, one of the uh, presentations at the regional conferences was, you know, about open data, and I think, you know, uh, the point. It, it clearly made really was you know once this information is released it, it actually starts having a life of its own you know and it, yeah. and it 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 starts to develop and it starts to become more and more useful and at the moment you know it's you know you, you can't make your own decisions you can't judge things because you you're being bombarded with you know stories from you know the herald and and others that um, don't add value to the picture yeah the other thing is you're um you're limiting other people's ability to make your data great. Yep. Yeah. Because you, you, we all know you can't be relied on to have your own great ideas. And someone else can come along and and do something with your data that makes you look better. Yeah, I do think. Uh, I think we could take the leaf out of other nations' books and and you know. Yeah. Actually, put more information out there, um, especially weather information. I, I understand that there is a commercial element to it, but you know, um, should that be the case? Should you know the, well, the, the National Weather Agency be commercial? The other thing is, there should just be a civil defence um, website. Oh well, you're everyone getting just, into everyone posts their information. All the councils post their information up to. I think you're getting into dangerous territory there. Why? Because they've tried, haven't they? Um, McDem was the uh, you know was was uh, tried to build a, a national um, civil defence. McDem. McDem. I uh, can't remember. Um, Ministry for. Ah, uh, economic development. Yeah, I have to look it up now. Now you've caught me. Um, you can't expect me to remember what initials for things stand for. <laughs> um, Whoa! Yeah, but. Ministry of Civil Defence and Emergency Management. There we go, McDem. But they did try and build a, a single tool, but like, you know, things got overly complicated and the tool got overly complicated and people didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does feel as though, you know, that we do need to focus more nationally rather than locally. Um, you know, uh, why isn't there a single... Um, uh, flood risk map across New Zealand. Uh, because flood modelling is really hard and expensive. Yeah. P- 
people could quite easily release, or you know, local authorities could release their you know lidar data, and and you know, it's a bit like you know, uh, historic imagery has been you know released nationally. People have signed up to it. You know, if, so here's, here's an interesting one, Chris. I'm just on the Tim's Coromandel site. Oh yeah. Um, so Tim's Valley Civil Defence.co.nz. Current emergency status emergency has been declared. Uh, then I go to the TCDC site and say termination of declaration of state of emergency. <laughs> so this happened yesterday, yep. and that's on the civil defence they're still saying there's a state of emergency. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's carry on to some more happier stuff. Well, what's our conclusion? That uh, make more information available. Try and work together to use a common. Um, Common platform, common common source. Yeah. Don't regurgitate information to make your headlines look better. Unless it's on Twitter, in which case it's okay, right? Sure. Good. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that was topic of the week. I also clean up your data after the event. Yes, true. Otherwise, you're still in a state of emergency. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Shall we move on, and shall we have a I don't know, what have we got next? A wonderful game of export shapefile? Shapefile. Yeah, um, and if you'd like to get in touch with us, please contact us on um, Gmail, geodorable at gmail.com or Facebook slash geodorable or mygeodorable on Twitter. That's a lot of ways people can get in contact. Yeah, well, we like to hear from people. We really do. I think Twitter's going to be our our new medium. (laughs) Hopefully. We're, We're already massive Twitter users already. Yeah. So, uh, export shapefile. What's what's the uh, what's the, the the score this year? I believe, Chris, you have won two games. How many have you won? The rest of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound right. Uh, maybe you've won three. Yeah, you're not having a good 2017. Well, we've got a long way to go, have we? Yeah, we do actually. Well, it's April. So. I must have won more than two. Hmm. 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 All right. Well, are you, are you prepared? Have you been practicing? I am prepared. Um, I'm just trying to remember whose turn it is to serve. I think I started last time. Okay then. I will start. Okay. Wait. And wait. I wait. Export to shapefile. How can we have played the game without the, the music? That is correct. Um, right, let's start. I'm thinking of a special analysis tool, which leads lots of options open, and I'm going to choose Extrude Between. Wow. From the 3D Analyst Toolbox. Okay. Uh, I like this tool, actually. Yeah, okay. It's funny how tools just pop into your head, and like, uh, yeah. Tools you may not have used ever, or at least in a long time. Yeah, I mean, some of them you've memorised, and others you've used. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, as you say, reasonably open. Um, create Thesian polygons Ooh. from the uh, analysis toolset. Yeah. I remember learning this word Thesian. So did I. And other people say Tesian. And you go, no, it's Tesian, Tesian, Tesian. 
Um, Why would you say Thetisian? Uh, people did. Okay. Um, yeah, it's one of the big JS words I learned when I started in the industry. Can you remember what it means? No. No, okay. <laughs> you? Uh, it, it's, yeah, vaguely, actually. It's creating... No, I'm going to embarrass myself <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I try and describe it. <laughs> it's a polygon. That's a decent polygon. Yeah, it's, yeah, anyway, Karen. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go for the abusive route uh, with the tin triangle. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Any abuse, welcome. You love your tins. Um, <laughs> I do. I'm tin mad, even though I don't use them that much. See, I'm trying very hard here not to go into 3D analyst, and you've left it open, so... I have. Um, identity. Ooh. From the analysis tools. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... to... Um... Hmm, hang on, not not usually this random. Uh, point distance. Point distance? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. I suppose they were both playing defensively. Um, update. <laughs> okay, speaking of defensive play. Yep. <laughs> well, I see your defensive play, and I add, add join. Okay, data management tools. Add okay. Both can play conservative, eh? This, where is this going? I d- I d- mm. It's going to uh, check geometry. That's where it's going. Ooh, check geometry. Okay, I didn't expect you to go down that path. Um. Okay. Uh. Keeping it safe, consolidate map. Ooh, still in data management. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like, uh, you know, at some point we're, we're going to break out with a bit of attacking play, maybe a Chavito's uh, attack. But um, sticking with data management, the uh, add geometry attributes. Add geometry attributes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, safe move, copy feature. Oh, uh, we really are keeping things quite dull. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I apologise. All abuse to uh, geodorable at gmail. Yeah. Attention, Chris. Uh, add spatial index. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm suspicious of where this is going. We've only we've only got a move or so yeah. left, haven't we? Yes, and um, there's lots of options, uh, but I'm not helping. Um, ah, thing is, if if I do something daring, it could backfire. And although I don't mind losing, I don't like losing. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna keep it safe and make raster catalog layer same in data management well um, 
I've got one move to go and it's not going to make a huge deep, uh, deal of difference really. Yeah, this is like uh, watching a, a nil-nil draw between like Luton and, you know, Derby <laughs> County. You know. All offence to Derby County there. Well, yeah, and, and it's raining, but not heavy rain. It can't even be bothered to heavy rain. It's just drizzle. Yeah, that drizzle, that miserable drizzle. Yeah. Uh, and I'm they've t- run out of pies. Yeah. Or um, pies are too expensive and you can't be bothered. Talking of can't being bothered, I don't think I'll bother with the next move. It's just kind of... I adjust 3D Z just because I want to finish it off, but... <laughs> it's not even... I know. Like, I mean, it's a move, but yeah. That's, that's basically a draw. Well, that is a draw. It Mark. is a draw. That's awful. <laughs> wow, the cut and thrust of this game, and we've reduced it to... Uh, Maybe it's the Easter. Too many uh, hot cross buns. Too much chocolate. Shouldn't be chocolate yet. It's tomorrow. Oh, is it? Do you know I've done something really nice? Um, we've made chocolate Easter eggs. Now what I've done, right, I'm such an old romantic, honestly. Uh, so you know you get those <laughs> lint bunny rabbits? You, need, no, you know you get those lint bunny bunny rabbits? Yes, yeah, right. with a little bell around the neck. Yeah, yeah, so got one of those, right? And yeah. my wife at the moment, she's going through this habit of losing earrings. I, I don't know why, just <laughs> losing them. So I've bought her a pair of earrings... And then I've cut a hole in the bottom of the bunny rabbit with a with a kind of a heated knife. Did you undo the foil? Yeah, just a little bit, right? You know. And then I've put yeah you know, the earrings wrapped up in their kind of little baggy thing, whatever it is, inside the bunny rabbit. Then I've put the the chocolate back in, and I've sealed it up with melted chocolate and wrapped it all up again, so it looks like you know. And so the look on her face when she's gonna bite into the chocolate and choke on earrings <laughs> yeah <laughs> such a romantic yeah well done and also well done for uh, speaking about your love on uh, national international podcasting yeah good point what have you done for your wife lately <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> um, this this week we have oh, actually this weekend um, the kids have had to cook all the meals what have you done for your wife well, I've been cooking the meals. For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, just just well, helping them along because when they only peel one potato every five minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, we are such old romantics. For all you, for all you young lovers listening out there. <laughs> this um, is true love. Yeah, this is what happens. You, you know make food with your kids anyway um i don't know i don't know if that's rescued the last boring game of uh, export no. shapefile but not really but given um, great ideas from romance out there well I, I like to think of selves as you know offering more than just simple spatial um advice yes. Yes. if you have relationship you know problems and you'd like to write in uh, again, easy uh, one. It's not too serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Um, <laughs> but with Mark and I's experience, I'm sure we can come up with something um, suitable. <laughs> Absolutely, and we'll probably just ask our wives. Yes, and maybe even then, yes. it'll be a bad idea. Anyway. Well, that was the Easter special. That was. I don't feel as that we should have done something on. I don't know. Rabbits. Yeah. Or locations of religious things or something yeah hmm maybe next Easter yes well enjoy your hunt tomorrow yes I am going rabbit hunting literally with the guns 
Um, are you? But, yeah. Are you? Do you do, no, okay. I'm feeling as though if we carry on this conversation, we're going to lose a bunch of listeners. Okay. Or gain some of them, depending yeah. on... Rabbits are a pain. Uh, uh, let's yep. talk next week. All right. See ya. See ya.